Hey, good morning, my loves. How you doing? Hey, my divine feminists, my divine masculines. Listen, it is colder than an ice fox out here in sunshiny California. <laughs> but um, I wanted to just share something real quick with you. I have every intent. Yeah, it's 48 degrees right now, 826 in the morning. So y'all know this is cold California. Sun is outside. Here are the birds and everything. But Listen, I'm in my bed all bundled up. It's still early in the morning, so. But um, real, real quick. So uh, I have, it's, it's, it's just almost like in real life, right? So I've been attracted to these types of movies where they show, you know, multidimensional things, infinite possibilities, infinite, yeah, infinite outcomes, um, manifesting through thought. And, um... So I've mentioned some of my favorite movies were The Investigation Bureau, if I'm not mistaken. And then the other one uh, was Source Code. Source Code is one of the top. I think every divine feminine and masculine can look at that and learn different things on different levels. But um, And because of that, um, I've been gravitating towards those types of movies. Um, I don't remember all the other ones I've I've seen. <clears throat> off the top but one that I I uh, saw last night and what happens is because I like them and I keep watching them I keep getting more recommendations for it and I love it so infinite infinite infinity chamber um I'm going to go ahead and just do a um what do you call it spoiler alert um it would be interesting cuz I think if if you watch it you kind of see how my mind works um it's not the most exciting movie. It's more of a movie to stimulate, I think, your mind. And it's one of those things where the culmination at the end really sends a picture. Let me let me try to give you the point so you can be on your merry way in five minutes. Here's what I'm noticing um, is a consistent theme across the movies. One, you have to understand that you are not... Um, you there are so many possibilities and at some point every person just figures out that they can change their future and and they can do it by tweaking little things and there's also things like understanding your mission what is, what do you want in your outcome out of life <clears throat> and the, the third thing that's really important and I can send you on your way before I I come back in and start to dive a little bit deeper what really shined through shown what really shone through in um infinity chamber was that it was the understanding of human behavior right so if you can understand that there's infinite possibilities that you are not stagnant that your destiny is not fixed that there are endless possibilities and you also understand human behavior and foresight and um, even the word that Mina used, natural consequences, I do have to listen to what her definition is. But even I think when you think of the word natural consequences, it's like, if this, then that. And one of the things that uh, came out in Infinity Chamber was, as he was going back into his thought process, right? Um, 
It was interesting because there was ended up being a black guy in the chamber next to him. And the black guy had the code, right? Um, I was watching a, a little short by uh, Scorpio Scorpio. And here we have Carl, Carl Tucker, uh, Tucker, whatever, from uh, Fox, talking about how I might come back and play it on a different uh, podcast so we can capture it. But it was talking about how um, the pineal gland in, um, black people, and this is not the first time you've heard it. I'm surprised that he's saying it. Um, I don't know. It kind of creeped me out a little bit, but you know, we're able to develop spiritually and intellectually. We're able to, we have the capacity to faster than our other counterparts. The thing is, um, so he had the code and he understood and he told the white guy, I'm just going to call him the white guy, told him, when you go back into your memory and you visualize, right? Because it was part of manifestation. When you visualize, open a different door, right? Try a different possibility. And um, so, and I'm going to come back and talk a little bit about what happened to the black guy, right? But um, in him going back into his thought process of, of the outcome, because what was happening is he would go to this coffee shop and he would get captured. And what ended up happening is he was part of this alliance uh, group that were trying to overtake the government and he had come up with a, an artificial intelligent um, computer software system and so they had captured him and so he kept going back to that moment in time where he would go to the coffee shop and of course there's a girl there and she is every part of the muse right and um, it, in every sense of the definition Right. And um, he keeps coming to that same point where he's looking at a photo on the wall and that's when he gets captured. And so he had to go back and say, what what are these people thinking leading up to this point? How do I backtrack? How do I change something earlier in my day to get a different outcome? And so that meant that he had to understand, you know, who are the moving parts? Who are the players? Why are they doing certain things? Why, if if I do this, if I duck, if I... And there was even a, a point where he started to figure out the, the system, that the chamber that he was in. He figured out that if he asked to go to the bathroom, you know, a little robot would come out from a secret room and clean his room. But he knew that wherever the robot came out of is would be an exit for him to get out of the chamber he was in. And so every day he was getting better and better at it. And he would do little things like uh, go under the sight of the vision of the camera that was in his chamber and figured out it wouldn't follow him or have visibility there. And so it got to the point where he was able to like get a pillowcase, cover that, ask to go to the bathroom or whatever. And then when the when the um, chamber opened, he was able to escape through that and get out and, and just basically propel himself further. So I know it sounds a little techy, but I found it fascinating that, you know, a lot of life... <laughs> Is us trying to figure out if this, then, you know, if this, then that, right? And the more we understand, you know, um, ourselves and how other people work, the further we'll get in life, 
right? I think that one of the hugest things, um, it, it could be one of the hugest because even between last night and this morning, I just found myself saying like, you know what? I'm so happy and I just really want to get my money up. And the more I get my money up, the more things I can do, the more places I can be, the more I can get out of, I really, am a, I like to give gifts and I'm a little bit in a place where uh, I'll kind of just mention it. But I remember I was at this one place and I wanted a cookie. So (laughs) and so but I had about I had maybe about eight or ten people around me. And so went and got the one for everybody that was there. Right. And that was a good feeling. And it was nice because we all got to share. It was a um, they're kind of like gourmet. They're kind of pretty big. They're they're kind of like a they're not like pot pie type things but and it was so nice for that you know moment in time everybody got to enjoy what I got to enjoy and it, it was just brought a smile on everybody's face that's kind of how I operate right um but and so I just remember thinking I'm like wow so you're not even worried about falling back in love again, you're more worried about getting your money weight up. And it's like, yeah, because it's not so much the money, it's the experiences. Like I, there's things I I have, I would say eclectic taste. So, and I think everybody has their own way of enjoying life. But um, one of like my hobbies is, is a sip and paints. I don't necessarily, you know, I'm not very much of an alcoholic beverage fan type of a thing. Probably wouldn't even drink this stuff when I'm there just because I've already talked about how I think it affects actually my pineal gland. I know it does different things for other people and there's libations and spirits with that come with it. But um, I want to get to the point where I can go to like sip and paints and just paint and fill up my like either a room or a gallery in one of my houses, you know, with just paintings, paintings, paintings. I love to paint. I loved it when I was, you know, in high school, I took an art class and then took it in, in uh university level. But um, what what's going to help us all is, uh, uh, oh, so I was talking about how for women, one of the biggest things, and that's how I detracted, because I think I, I kind of want to just get my weight up versus trying to figure out the love part of things. But one of the biggest things for women is figuring out the other gender, right? Um, I think that I have a, a good understanding. And this is part of why I love my this birthday so much more. And I wish more women would experience this. Just falling more and more in love with ourselves and our personalities. Every single part of how quirky we are. Because <clears throat> you have to understand yourself. But I think that when you start to understand men... Um, I'm going to put it to you this way. One of the people I started following uh, recently is Princella. I don't remember the name of her her podcast. But I think... Or her, or her, um, her YouTube. But if I'm pretty sure if you type it in um to youtube i'm gonna tell you it will definitely put you you know it it can be triggering i'm I'm gonna just tell you that af and i think um i wouldn't say that i cried i would say that it just was kind of like a deep wound because she really goes into um how men think and 
And, and I'm going to, you know, she says that she talks about uh, all men. And I've mentioned this before when I first initially started listening to her. I was like, I'm not, you know, I think I have one more relationship in me left. Um, you know, a little bit more room for a little bit more heartbreak type of a thing. But, um, but I, when I tell you, it will never, ever, I'm never going back to the black community. I, I, I've said it before. I wouldn't take advice from black men or black women when it comes to dating for relationships. Um, but with that being said, I think that she understands how, um, and I'm going to say, in my opinion, black men think because when she started to explain some of the things, how they do things, it really does kind of hurt a little bit because she was just basically, it's like she had just read my diaries or was secretly spying on me in my past relationships, you know, I'm getting a little bit teary-eyed, you know, because just the the manipulation, um, and the and it, and it, it's 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 hard to deal with, right? But I think that if more women kind of understand people, because remember I started talking at the beginning about infinity chamber. Part of your sur- survival in life, right? There's a a saying by the behavior channel, behavior panel, um. Uh, the behavior panel is is four guys on YouTube, and they are social. They 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 have different areas of expertise in looking at body language and human behavior. Um, but one of the things that one of the guys on there says is a a successful um organism will repeat what makes it successful, right? So if you find out that. You know, if you do a certain thing or say a certain thing and it gets you to the next level and you live to see another day, you're going to keep repeating that. And because we learn those things from an early age, sometimes it can be infantile or stems back to our childhood because we figured out if we throw a temper tantrum when we're little, then when we do it on the workplace, we figure we'll get the same rewards, right? Um, but understanding human behavior is so important because the more successful you are in emotional intelligence, y'all, um, for some of you will remember it was months ago, it was beginning of the year. I was reading from the book, um, loss of success by Napoleon Hill, right? Um, secrets of the self-made millionaire or something like that. Um, and it blew my mind to 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 read that right up there, right in the beginning, at the very upfront of the book, he was talking about the biggest key is emotional intelligence. That blew my mind. That you would think that it would be, you know, um, how to manifest or something like the secret, you know, or um, understanding metaphysical fifth dimensional fifth dimension, you know type of things, which those things do play a role. Um, if you deep dig deeper into Napoleon Hill stuff, he talks about neurotransmitters, which in that movie, The Infinite uh, Chamber, the black guy does kind of talk about it. That that movie is very coded, um, but he specifically uses the word neurotransmitters, um, and he talks about the, the pathways of the mind, right? 
and um, how the memories are they're the same, but they're different. And so when you start to understand, um, you know, how men think, you understand what you want in your relationships or your outcome. And and to be successful, <clears throat> I think that, um, and then I'm going to come back. I want to talk about what happened to the black guy, right? Um, I think that even for relationships, I think that um, because I've been listening to the stuff from Priscilla, Priscilla, yeah, it uncovered some deep wounds. I mean, it it's kind of like uh, um, I don't I don't think I understood to the degree that I was, you know, basically taken advantage of, and and it just is what it is. You know, one of the the things I I said uh. At the beginning of my podcast, like almost at two and a half year, years ago now, you guys, um, sheep get eight, you know, and um, it really is a doggy dog world out there. And I think that I've talked about this before. I talk about my my podcast is more kind of what's going on in the mind and coming to the realization of information and processing it. But I would say that you just really don't know until you don't know. And so I've said this before. I think that women, we, we, for some reason, you know, go into relationships wanting the family and the, 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 the children, right? The, the family, the husband and the children. And I think that a lot of times that's how you end up with the one child. Cause I am, I don't have children. Um, I made sure to protect myself on that front because I really wanted to have children, um, five of them. And then I went down to two and at least, you know, down to one. But I think that um, if if the dynamic is the same, like how I've talked about, you start to realize in most instances, the man is older and subconsciously, you're counting on him to lead. And there's this whole thing about men control relationships. But it turns into this whole manipulative thing where you're just never quite good enough. You're never quite worthy after living with them, cleaning their house, washing their drawers, you know, for three months, six months, and you're just continually trying and then you get pregnant for whatever reason, you know, and you have their child and it's just never quite good enough. And they're just on to the next relationship and on to the next person. And, and so, um, but when she explains it, I mean, I can think back to the, to the inception of the relationships, the things that they said, the things that they did, it was even down to the point where, um, the last guy that I dated, he, I, when she showed that it, that stuff, that shit hurt because he had taken, you could tell that, um, I think that with, with, uh, um, obviously with the pandemic, it forced a lot of people to just go inward. And a lot of us came online. I call myself a coronial because, um, I wasn't online right? I was just out here living my life. A lot of times I was coming home, you know, 10, 11, 12, midnight, one, you know, and then going back to work, I have to be up at five and six going to work. So I did, wasn't online and I wasn't hearing a lot of these 
what I would call think tanks or schools of thought. And so um, with being at home so much, you come across the information and um, and you it's I think that with Age of Aquarius, the people are becoming more aware, I think, because there's so many more conversations. And what I love is that all of the information that Princella has, I just got upgraded in a matter of time, just, you know, that quick, right? And the thing is, I am going to figure out the appropriate age for my niece to listen to it. I, I think I would get her on it as early as next summer. Because once once you understand how she explains it, I think for me, I'm even more confident in saying that I wouldn't get into another relationship. But if I were to, I could see you coming a hundred miles away, a hundred miles away, just like that, right? Once you understand how they move and they operate, I would have never even entertained the those any of the four relationships I got into, none, because the signs were there. I just didn't know, right? I just didn't know and tried to figure stuff out. And so if my niece can figure that out, as early as I would say when she's 16 is when I would start her to have listening to Priscilla. So she understands I'm not going to have give her the whole spiel of like, don't date, da-da-da-da. I would prefer that she kind of, you know, waits until 25, but I get it. I was young too. Now saying I prefer for her to wait is, you know, until 25. And I've shared with you why I say 25, because that's when your prefrontal cortex is has completely... I think, um, matured and you're able to make sound decisions and you've had life experiences. Um, and by that point, she's a very bright girl. I'm pretty sure she's going to finish college early and, um, have experienced what it is to have, you know, um, her own place and to have it, you know, a beautiful welcoming place. And I think that, um, one of the things that how I would look at how I look at relationships moving forward, and if I had to do this whole life over again, I don't know, it's kind of ghetto. I don't want no more assignments back to this type of stuff, unless it's just getting my money up. But I feel like I will definitely complete that in this lifetime. And there's no need for me to come back if I'm 100% honest. But I think that what I would want for more women is to understand, give yourself time until you're 25. I would really be looking at men that want to date me before the age of 25, a really serious side eye. Um, go to school. And, you know, some people don't necessarily, but get, figure out how to get your money up and what it means for you to be so happy and so at peace that the minute that they start to mess and impede on that peace and that happiness, you're like, oh, no. I know what it's like to have a, a clean home, a happy home, to cook for myself, to, you know, go where I want to, wear what I want to. And the minute you start trying to impede on that, you got to go, right? But a lot of the times I think that we feel like um, when we're young, we feel like we're just um, trying to figure stuff out and we're trying to second guess ourselves, and we're not sure if you know, we're at the height of our happiness. So we think that this person is going to take us to another level of happiness, 
right? And so you're not realizing that you're really in the prime of your life. Um, about the black guy, I thought it was funny. So he is the first guy to die, <laughs> just like every typical money uh, movie. And what was so interesting is he had the secret, he had the formula, and uh, at some point he's trying to break out of the chamber. And he's trying, he's trying, and he hits a milestone and it's like the white guy runs over and looks through the little hole and he's like, what happened? He's like, I made it. Woo, we're free. And then he goes, and then there's just a moment of silence. It's like, wait, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, it's just another wall of concrete. And he just starts to break down and starts crying, right? Completely gives up, right? And then the next day, he wakes the white guy up and he's like, I'm not going to make it another night. And he kills himself, takes himself out. The white guy keeps going back into his mind and he keeps thinking it over and over down to the minutia, down to the details. How do I do this? How do I overcome? Right. And how do I not just get myself out of this, but also get the, the woman out of this? Right. And it's like, even though he kept hitting these hurdles where he thought he would give up your I was pretty sure, like I kept looking at the time. I'm like, oh, he's going to give up. So what's the rest of the movie, you know, type of a thing. And it's like, he just never gave up. It, he felt defeated. And it's like, dang, every time he wouldn't, he would get captured. He would get back into the chamber. Right. But I think that uh, one of the things that we've been talking about, too, that's a current consistent theme, I would say, over the last week on my podcast is um, how do we deal with challenges? You know what it is, y'all? Just bear with me, because being a content creator, it can be very vulnerable uh, or maybe the way that I'm doing it. I have a podcast that I have not uploaded and it's very good, but it's just, I really go there, but it's titled, if, if, if a slave and a master prayed to God, who would God answer? And in the description, it's supposed to say, if a man and a woman prayed to God, who would God answer? And it's going to be the master every time. And it's going to be the man every time. It's going to be the white man every time. But you can't be mad because it's a it's a man made construct. It's a religion is a white man made construct, right? It's white and then goes to man made. So I I talk about it in the podcast and I'm like, if I were a man, you better believe I'd be the most thumping, thumpingest, thumping, thumping, thumper of a Bible thumper, right? Because it it goes in my favor, but um. Um, where were we going with this? Um, oh, we were talking about, uh, the victim thing, right? And one of the things I talk about in there, it it can be a triggering conversation because I was talking a little bit about Kanye and the irony of him saying that, you know, he's a Christian and he does Sunday worship and that, you know, he made that statement about slavery being a choice. And he said that God revealed to him that you know god put his his um boots on his neck now uh, uh, alluding to the george floyd thing 
um, and what's happening with that. And I kind of go into depth with, with all of that and how we handle challenges and victimology and, and that type of thing. But at the same time, if if Kanye thought he was going to pray to God, to the white God that he believes in, and, you know, God is going to answer the master's prayer. And it's almost like the, um, there's a joke that you learn early, I think, in, once you're crossing out of Christianity. And the story is there was a man in the woods and he was, um, a, he came across a bear. And so he started to run as fast as he could. And um, at one point he tripped and fell and so the bear caught up to him. And so this man was, um, he, he said a prayer. He said, you know, God, please save me from this bear. You know, I want to live. And so um, the bear runs up to him and then gets down on its knees. And then the, the bear starts to pray. And so the, um, the guy's like, oh, I'm, I'm so thankful I've come across a Christian bear. And then the bear says, um, Dear God, thank you for my food. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, 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 that's how dumb some, but in either event, what I'm saying is you get to a point where you realize that you're going to have challenges. You're going to feel like you're going to give up. Right. But the difference is the rest of us understand there's infinite possibilities. And in that podcast, I talked about how I haven't uploaded it. I have it saved. I might upload it. Probably not. But one of the, the, the takeaways was even the secret. Right. For those of you who still have not looked into what the secret is, one of the secrets for me um, is even just being grateful for things like the pandemic being grateful for, you know, no one else hiring me because I had to figure out how do I get to a point where I'm not depending on racist systems, you know, where there's discrimination for gender and for race, you know, how do I figure out how to make it without depending on them? And so in a nutshell, because I'm at that 30 minute mark, started to learn about investing. When I go into, you know, Robinhood and put in my, my order or I place my orders for, you know, crypto or whatever, and I'm learning how to get um, the new strategy where we're pulling out 5% a week. I'm still learning the strategy. I probably won't go full on until January because, I, like I said, I have a lot of stuff going on and I know how my mind works. So I'm just going to focus on knocking out my real estate course, submitting that, that stuff in, and then January, um, getting into that. But my Robin Hood doesn't know if I'm black. You know what I'm saying? I go in, I, the more skilled I become, the more money I put in my pocket. I don't have somebody on the other end saying, oh, that's a woman. I'm not going to give her her 5%. I'm going to give her 1%. I'm going to give the white men 100%, black men 75%. White women, 80%, and black women, 1%. No, I get skilled. The more I learn, the more I um, I can just go in, and that's what I've been doing. And so even though I'm starting over completely almost from zero, I promise you, I, I um, 
it, it's it's kind of weird because I do get a little excited how it can motivate people. If you are starting off from a higher plane than I am, then go with it. But as somebody who is starting completely from zero, going back to what I was making salaried, working from the comfort of my home, like right now, I should have been at work, you know, <laughs> um, dealing dealing with with stuff and people and. But also, um, there's there's women ahead of me that haven't that listen. They're doing two fifty, three hundred, um, three hundred, five, six, a million. Listen, the sky is the limit. But um, yeah, I, I I hope that you you know for those people. Obviously, if you're here, you made it till the end. But my goal was in the first five minutes for you to just think about, you know. Never give up. There's infinite possibilities. And I think part of this, what's in the secret sauce is understanding other people. So even if you're trying to figure out how to get out of depending on other people for your money and or how to have a more lucrative business, right? There's so many resources out there. I'm planning to grow my, I would say, spiritual business next year um, and maybe more a little bit hands off. I've already mentioned it. I do want to get to oracle readings at some point, but um or or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Um but I know I have a lot of of things I want to offer for, that are metaphysical that I've done research on, but um understand that that whatever your mind can uh, believe you can achieve. Absolutely. Right? And Understanding that the I think the secret sauce that I keep trying to talk about is when you understand, okay, if you're gonna work, as much as there's discrimination, you know, you figure out, well, my boss does this type of behavior or my coworkers do this type of behavior. How do I um change things around me to either extract myself from that that situation or make myself so valuable that they have no no choice but to promote me and it, you know it, this as i'm wrapping up that's probably not the best conversation cuz then you yeah, you start to get into these situations where especially when you're dealing with some people it's just never good enough but but start the the wheel churning right start because um, even I was talking to a young lady. She's a uh, one of the models for J Lo's um, like beauty company or whatever, and stuff. And she's still working, and she hates her job. And I said, you know what? I remember the last few years I was at my job. I hated it, but I knew that I had an escape plan. I was taking, I was studying for my real estate license exam and my financial insurance exam, and um, that was allowing me to put food on my table and keep a house over my head, roof over my head until it was time for me to escape. And it served its purpose. And it also, I had, you know, I was uh, contributing matching amounts to my retirement fund. So it absolutely served its purpose. And so sometimes, yeah, are you going to have to, you know, look into things where you can invest and become more skilled? You know, and I'm just using that. That's, that's my thing. But for other people, it, it could be business. It could be a service or a good that you make or provide. But in the meantime, yeah, is it three to five years, three to 10 years of kind of just 
navigating until you get your outcome? Yeah. Right? Because I think even with the infinity chamber, for him, failure was not an option. Failure was not an option. It, and, 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 this this is a part. <laughs> let, me, let me just squeeze this in here. It got to the point where this guy in the movie, even though he was dealing with artificial intelligence and he was dealing with the machine and it was programmed and, and the um, artificial intelligence thing that was in his room, his name was Howard and Howard would get him his coffee and his, and his three meals and open up the room for him to go to the bathroom and, and, you know, kind of just control his ecosystem but um uh it got to the point where uh the guy was able to manipulate even Howard and even get to play with his emotions to where that manipulated him to where he was able to escape and he actually got to the point where he again emotional intelligence even of the artificial intelligence where he said Howard cuz Howard would when he first started he said what is he he went through this whole game of like why am i here it wasn't a game but he was going through this process you know all of a sudden he wakes up in this chamber and there's this little ai thing that's talking to him and he's like why am i here why did i you know what's going on and so howard the little computer guy tells him i am here to assist you right i'm here to help you survive and at the end of the movie you know, he says, you have to get me out of here. You have to help me sur- survive, right? But it, it took him going through that, that thought process and, and understanding that that thing had been programmed to help him survive. And he had to call that into fruition and call call it into its purpose kind of a thing. Is is deep. That's crazy, right? But even so much to the point where once he would get out of the chamber, he would understand how, you know, why the soldiers are coming, why they're coming through this door, how they're going to be pointing at him. If he gets down, they're not going to see him. If he gets the girl in on it, they can tackle them and take the guns from them. If they do a certain thing, he can get to a certain area, right? And 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 change the programming, so on and so forth. And so it was even one of the last breaking points towards the very end of the movie, the last five to 10 minutes, he even uh, says, if I, okay, we talked about emotional intelligence is understanding how people move and operate. If I do this, it's going to elicit this type of response. If I do this or change this, it's going to change that outcome. It's going to get me my desired result. It's going to give natural consequences. The natural consequences of me doing this is this person or that person is going to do that. So, um... Oh. Um, I just got a trade signal. I'm trying to decide if I want to take it or not. But um, very deep stuff. Let me get off of here. You all know I like to keep these short. Enjoy the rest of your day. It is Friday. I'm looking forward to doing my beauty regimen type of stuff around the house and staying warm. Even my little one. Y'all, it's so funny. One day I'll probably talk about it. But he, um, even, even animals, they get smarter over time. They learn their, their owners. 
they learn, you know, how to do certain things or how to get certain things. And he, it's been a fun experience having my little, my little dog with me and type of thing. And I have had some really good laughs and just watching how his thought process evolves, right? Um, when I'm giving him his snack and I pretended and I've I've been, I've had my dog for almost seven years now, right? But this is the first time uh, within this last week, I started to pretend I was eating his snack. And the first time it was like, he was just so excited to get his snack that he didn't notice what happened. But I kept showing, you know, I went through the motions of eating his snack and then showing him my empty hands. The second day, he slowed down and he's starting to realize like, this bitch is eating my snacks. So the third day, he was trying to stop me in the process of eating the snack and like jumping down and jumping up on my leg and like trying to stop me. But it's like even animals understand, you know, if there's a pattern, what do I change in the pattern to make things different? How do I make her stop her from eating my snacks? She's doing the same exact thing, right? But and so if we're a step up from animals, like uh, this is taking me back to the book, The Wells of Abundance, right? The Wells of Abundance, the book by Evie Ingram, it talks about how we really should be just killing it in this game because we are above the plants, Right? With the plants, if you get sun, if you get water, then you must grow. If you are planted in fertile fertile soil, then you must grow. If you're an animal, right, and you want to eat, then you must get your food, whether it's meat source or, or grain source. And, you know, you must build your nest and you must procreate. And if you procreate, you will have children and so on and so forth. And if you spread your wings and fly at a certain time and migrate, then you will survive, right? Animal behavior. And so, but with humans, we kind of feel like, well, I'm just stuck. I'm just going through another day. I have no locus of control of the things that I have around me. And one of the things I was talking about in the podcast that shall probably remain unuploaded, um, where I was talking about that whole dynamic about, you know, if, if a man and a woman prays to God, who will God answer? Um, I talk about you get to the point where you decide that you want to be the master. And so much so to the point where you decide who you're going to hire and fire. And that's a fun conversation. I'm probably going to um, reformulate. I just need to process it a little bit more before I, I um, share it with you guys. Because it's I, I can feel it in my headspace and... Um, I just need to kind of um, get in there and play with all of the different thought processes and analyze that thought process a little bit more from different angles, you know, from a 3D level to a 5D level. Why did it work before? Why would it work in the future? You know, so on and so forth. So I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. It is a little bit kind of nerdy, but I hope it stimulated your mind in some way, shape or form. I want to trust that absolutely I left you, I think, with a secret sauce. You know how everyone has their favorite, especially as we're going into Thanksgiving, right? Everybody had, everybody can make cornbread, but you always have that one auntie who can make the best cornbread. I know when it comes to even how my mom makes food. 
I remember I'd go to potlucks and I'm like, I'm only eating with my mom, what my mom makes <laughs> for other reasons too. Cause I don't really be trusting how people make stuff. But, um, my mom, she would, she would make the same exact stuff. And it would be funny because over the years, especially if you go to church and you have potlucks, you'd have other women say like, Oh, well, what's this? And they would try to make the same dish or use the same ingredients. And it just didn't taste the same. And my mom, she would just have, she has of course her signature laugh And so, you know, I think that's going to be the secret sauce. You're going to hear a lot of people talking about different dimensions and infinite possibilities. But one of the keys two, I think two of the keys is understanding that you are not stagnant. You are not fixed, that you have the ability to change it. And two, if you understand how people work, because people are just as formulated. And I think that one of the things I was saying before, too, is men... Once you figure out the formula, like I feel like if you listen to Princella, you're going to move so different and time is so precious and our hearts are so precious and don't want to end on an emotional note because I wish I had just known, you know, what she had said Um, at a younger age. I, I don't have a problem being single or, you know, for long periods of time. If it means that I'm going to have a quality outcome, you know, and so when I think not, you know, you go through life and even up until I think even up until listening to Princella, it was kind of like, you know what, it it happened. It was, I don't want to say nice, but you know, they were there, but I think that when you start to see how just manipulative those um, encounters were, I could have saved myself some of the, the heart space damage that was done, right? Um, type of a thing. But, um, and, and I'm saying that because people have formulas, men have formulas too, right? And so it's very much about if this, then that. If, if they tell you this, then you know that it's that, <laughs> If they're coming at you like this, then you know it's that. And so that means you're able to eliminate those processes much quicker and get through it. I think was it in the movie? Yeah, the same thing in the movie um, Source Code. Source Code, because when he first um, started, he's trying to figure out why is he there? What is his assignment? And it was even so much to the point where he was talking to people in the first couple of um, times he went back into that reality. And it's like, after a while, he's like, no, I don't even, even talk to you. I'm not even going to acknowledge you. Just get out of my way. You have nothing to do with my purpose. I'm trying to get to this guy. I'm trying to get to that. I'm trying to get to this bomb. I'm trying to get to this. And so all of those other things don't matter. And so the wiser, the smarter we become, and the more we understand how people are in their roles and their functions, there's certain people you just wouldn't even talk to anymore because it'd be a waste of your time. You already know what you're dealing with, right? Um, very much kind of like the sheep in, in wolves' clothing, right? And how sheep get ate. Once you the the first time that I think a, I would like to think that a sheep sees the the shepherd, you know, move the 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 sheep the the sheepskin off of a wolf, that'll blow the lid off their head. Like what the fuck? That was 
was a that was a sheep that was a wolf the whole time and then the smart sheep hopefully because that's kind of a pun because there's um sheep are kind of like the dumbest animals um i have a podcast on that actually if i'm not mistaken um and there's a really good book on it um it's it's like maybe like a hundred pages uh i don't it's a small book um and it talks about the pathology of sheep and when you read it you understand that yeah they use it in the bible for christians but um people period are just like sheep it's it's crazy that one i i might come back and um actually read the book with you guys and or cuz it's a it's a very small book but the smarter sheep um will probably figure out like what the f- oh snap you know what we should have known that was a um a wolf because you could see like the cutout of his wool and you could see that he had like a longer nose and he was kind of walking funny and if you had looked closely at his paws and so you start to recognize the signals right so the next time you have one of those kind of come through and it's like yeah he wasn't talking he wasn't really saying stuff and we were going like bang he'd be like or something like you know so i'm saying all that to say like when you're dealing with with men it's kind of like if they're coming at you and and i would say go listen to princella because once you understand that it's just like man i had no business talking to any of these people um and if if the right person the quality person comes through you know it will be like okay you're not saying all this stupid stuff. You're not doing all this stupid behavior. You're not trying to, you know, be manipulative or take advantage. You're being genuine. Then, you know, but, but, um, you're going to have to learn human behavior. Uh, talked a little bit about even like in the workplace, there are certain behaviors that bosses reward. Um, and, or you're going to have to figure out how to, have other things going for yourself where you're not dependent on other people. For me, it's passive income, it's trading, it's investing. For you, it can be something else because I definitely don't want to make that a limiting belief for, you know, other people. So, all right, y'all. Enjoy your Friday. I don't know if I'll be back on here. It is going into the weekend. Have a little bit of downtime. Um, I kind of decided I don't want to start my real estate course until Monday. I want to have like one more good weekend um, because that's going to probably carry me over into Thanksgiving break. And um, so, yeah, um, I you might you get might get a little bit more of my time uh, going into into the weekend. And then Monday is where I I can see where I'm going to be just studying. And it's going to be cool, too, for those of you up until this point, too, because whatever I learn in those modules I will probably share with you in terms of what to look for in your realtor um, or if you're wanting to go into real estate, some of the things that that you will need to look out for. So, um, yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. All right. Until the next one. Know that I love you. Know that I'm rooting for you. We got this. We have infinite possibilities, beautiful possibilities. Don't give up. Um, understand yourself and then understand others and get your money up until the next one. Bye. Hey, good morning, my loves. How you doing? Hey, my divine feminists, my divine masculines. Listen, it is colder than an 
ice fox out here in sunshiny California. <laughs> but um, I wanted to just share something real quick with you. I have every intent. Yeah, it's 48 degrees right now, 826 in the morning. So y'all know this is cold California. Sun is outside. Here are the birds and everything. But listen, I'm in my bed all bundled up. It's still early in the morning. So but um, real, real quick. So uh, I have it's 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 just almost like in real life. Right. So I've been attracted to these types of movies where they show you know, multi-dimensional things, infinite possibilities, infinite, yeah, infinite outcomes, um, manifesting through thought. And, um, so I've mentioned some of my favorite movies were the Investigation Bureau, if I'm not mistaken. And then the other one, uh, was Source Code. Source Code is one of the top, I think, every divine Feminine and masculine can look at that and learn different things on different levels. But, um, and because of that, um, I've been gravitating towards those types of movies. Um, I don't remember all the other ones I've, I've seen <clears throat> off the top, but one that I, I, uh, saw last night. And what happens is because I like them and I keep watching them, I keep getting more recommendations for it and I love it. So, infinite infinite infinity chamber um i'm gonna go ahead and just do a um what do you call it spoiler alert um it would be interesting because i think if if you watch it you kind of see how my mind works um it's not the most exciting movie it's more of a movie to stimulate i think your mind and it's one of those things where the culmination at the end really sends a picture. Let me let me try to give you the points so you can be on your merry way in five minutes. Here's what I'm noticing um, is a consistent theme across the movies. One, you have to understand that you are not... Um, you. There are so many possibilities. And at some point, every person just figures out that they can change their future and and they can do it by tweaking little things and there's also things like understanding your mission what do, what do you want in your outcome out of life <clears throat> and the, the third thing that's really important and I can send you on your way before I, I come back in and start to dive a little bit deeper what really shined through shown what really shown through in um infinity chamber was that it was the understanding of human behavior, right? So if you can understand that there's infinite possibilities, that you are not stagnant, that your destiny is not fixed, that there are endless possibilities, and you also understand human behavior and foresight, and um, even the word that Mina used, natural consequences, I do have to listen to what her definition is, but even I think when you think of the word natural consequences, it's like, if this, then that. And one of the things that uh, came out in Infinity Chamber was, as he was going back into his thought process, right? Um, it was interesting because there was ended up being a black guy in the chamber next to him. And the black guy had the code, right? Um, I was watching a, a little short by uh, Scorpio Scorpio. And here we have... Carl Carl Tucker, 
uh, Tucker, whatever, from uh, Fox, talking about how I might come back and play it on a different uh, podcast so we can capture it. But it was talking about how um, the pineal gland in um, black people, and this is not the first time you've heard it. I'm surprised that he's saying it. Um, I don't know. It kind of creeped me out a little bit, but you know, we're able to develop spiritually and intellectually. We're able to, we have the capacity to faster than our other counterparts. The thing is, um, so he had the code and he understood and he told the white guy, I'm just going to call him the white guy, told him when you go back into your memory and you visualize, right? Cause it was part of manifestation. When you visualize, open a different door, right? Try a different possibility. And, um, so, and I'm going to come back and talk a little bit about what happened to the black guy, right? But um, in him going back into his thought process of, of the outcome, because what was happening is he would go to this coffee shop and he would get captured. And what ended up happening is he was part of this alliance uh, group that were trying to overtake the government. And he had come up with a, an artificial intelligent um, computer software system and so they had captured him and so he kept going back to that moment in time where he would go to the coffee shop and of course there's a girl there and she is every part of the muse right and um in every sense of the definition right and um he keeps coming to that same point where he's looking at a photo on the wall and that's when he gets captured and so he had to go back and say what what are these people thinking leading up to this point? How do I backtrack? How do I change something earlier in my day <clears throat> to get a different outcome? And so that meant that he had to understand, you know, who were the moving parts? Who are the players? Why are they doing certain things? Why, if if I do this, if I duck, if I... And there was even a, a point where he started to figure out the the system that the chamber that he was in he figured out that if he asked to go to the bathroom, you know, a little robot would come out from a secret room and clean his room. But he knew that wherever the robot came out of is would be an exit for him to get out of the chamber he was in. And so every day he was getting better and better at it. And he would do little things like uh, go under the sight of the vision of the camera that was in his chamber and figured out it wouldn't follow him or have visibility there. And so it got to the point where he was able to like get a pillowcase, cover that, ask to go to the bathroom or whatever. And then when the when the um, chamber opened, he was able to escape through that and get out and, and just basically propel himself further. So I know it sounds a little techie, but I found it fascinating that, you know, a lot of life (laughs) is us trying to figure out if this then you know if this then that right and the more we understand you know um ourselves and how other people work the further we'll get in life right i think that one of the hugest things um it it could be one of the hugest because even between last night and this morning i just found myself saying like you know what i'm so happy and I just really want to get my money up. And the more I get my money up, the more things I can do, the more places I can 
be the more I can get out of I really am a I like to give gifts and I'm a little bit in a place where uh I'll kind of just mention it but I remember I was at this one place and I wanted a cookie so <laughs> and so but I had about I had maybe about eight or ten people around me and so went and got the one for everybody that was there right and that was a good feeling and it was nice because we all got to share it was a uh, um they're kind of like gourmet they're kind of pretty big they're they're kind of like a they're not like pot pie type things but and it was so nice for that you know moment in time everybody got to enjoy what I got to enjoy and it was just brought a smile on everybody's face. That's kind of how I operate, right? Um, but, and so I just remember thinking, I'm like, wow, so you're not even worried about falling back in love again. You're more worried about getting your money weight up. And it's like, yeah, because it's not so much the money. It's the experiences. Like I, there's things I, I have, I would say eclectic taste. So and I think everybody has their own way of enjoying life. But um, one of them, like my hobbies is is a sip and paints. I don't necessarily, you know, I'm not very much of an alcoholic beverage fan type of a thing. Probably wouldn't even drink this stuff when I'm there just because I've already talked about how I think it affects actually my pineal gland. I know it does different things for other people and there's libations and spirits with that come with it. But um. I want to get to the point where I can go to like sip and paints and just paint and fill up my like either a room or a gallery in one of my houses, you know, with just paintings, paintings, paintings. I love to paint. I loved it when I was, you know, in high school, I took an art class and then took it in, in uh university level. But um, what what's going to help us all is. Uh, uh, oh, so I was talking about how for women. One of the biggest things, and that's how I detracted, because I think I, I kind of want to just get my weight up versus trying to figure out the love part of things. But one of the biggest things for women is figuring out the other gender, right? Um, I think that I have a, a good understanding. And this is part of why I love my this birthday so much more. And I wish more women would experience this. Just falling more and more in love with ourselves and our personalities, every single part of how quirky we are, because <clears throat> you have to understand yourself. But I think that when you start to understand men, um, I'm going to put it to you this way. One of the people I started following uh, recently is Princella. I don't remember the name of her her podcast, but I think or her, or her, um, her YouTube, but if I'm pretty sure if you type it in. Um, to YouTube, I'm going to tell you, it will definitely put you, you know, it, it can be triggering. I'm going I'm to just tell you that AF. And I think, um, I wouldn't say that I cried. I would say that it just was kind of like a deep wound because she really goes into, um, how men think and, and and I'm going to, you know, she says that she talks about uh, all men. And I've mentioned this before when I first initially started listening to her. I was like, I'm not, you know, I think I have one more relationship in me left. 
um, you know, a little bit more room for a little bit more heartbreak type of a thing. But, um, but when I tell you, I will never, ever, I'm never going back to the black community. I, I, I've said it before. I wouldn't take advice from black men or black women when it comes to dating for relationships. Um, but with that being said, I think that she understands how, um, and I'm going to say, in my opinion, black men think because when she started to explain some of the things, how they do things, it really does kind of hurt a little bit because she was just basically, it's like she had just read my diaries or was secretly spying on me in my past relationships, you know, I'm getting a little bit teary eyed, you know, because just the the manipulation um and the and it, and it, it's 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 hard to deal with right but i think that if more women kind of understand people cuz remember i started talking at the beginning about infinity chamber part of your sur- survival in life right there's a a saying by the behavior channel behavior panel um uh, the behavior panel is is four guys on YouTube, and they are social. They 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 have different areas of expertise in looking at body language and human behavior. Um, but one of the things that one of the guys on there says is a a successful um, organism will repeat what makes it successful, right? So if you find out that. You know, if you do a certain thing or say a certain thing and it gets you to the next level and you live to see another day, you're going to keep repeating that. And because we learn those things from an early age, sometimes it can be infantile or stems back to our childhood because we figured out if we throw a temper tantrum when we're little, then when we do it on the workplace, we figure we'll get the same rewards, right? Um, but understanding human behavior is so important because the more successful you are in emotional intelligence, y'all, um, for some of you will remember it was months ago, it was beginning of the year. I was reading from the book, um, loss of success by Napoleon Hill, right? Um, secrets of the self-made millionaire or something like that. Um, and it blew my mind to 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 read that right up there, right in the beginning, at the very upfront of the book, he was talking about the biggest key is emotional intelligence. That blew my mind. That you would think that it would be, you know, um, how to manifest or something like the secret, you know, or um, understanding metaphysical fifth dimensional fifth dimension, you know type of things, which those things do play a role. Um, if you deep dig deeper into Napoleon Hill stuff, he talks about neurotransmitters, which in that movie, The Infinite uh, Chamber, the black guy does kind of talk about it. That that movie is very coded, um, but he specifically uses the word neurotransmitters um, and he talks about the, the pathways of the mind, right? And um, how the memories are they're the same, but they're different. And so when you start to understand, um, 
you know, how men think, you understand what you want in your relationships or your outcome. And, and to be successful, I think that, um, and then I'm going to come back. I want to talk about what happened to the black guy, right? Um, I think that even for relationships, I think that, um, because I've been listening to the stuff from Priscilla, Priscilla, yeah, it uncovered some deep wounds. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, um, I don't, I don't think I understood to the degree that I was, you know, basically taken advantage of. And and it just is what it is. You know, one of the, the things I, I said, uh, at the beginning of my podcast, like almost at two and a half year, years ago now, you guys, um, sheep get eight, you know, and, um, it really is a doggy dog world out there. And I think that I've talked about this before. I talk about my my podcast is more kind of what's going on in the mind and coming to the realization of information and processing it. But I would say that you just really don't know until you don't know. And so I've said this before. I think that women, we we, for some reason, you know, Go into relationships wanting the family and the 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 children, right? The the family, the husband, and the children. And I think that a lot of times that's how you end up with the one child. Because I am, I don't have children. Um, I made sure to protect myself on that front because I really wanted to have children, um, five of them, and then I went down to two. And at least, you know, down to one. But I think that um, if if the dynamic is the same, like how I've talked about, you start to realize in most instances, the man is older and subconsciously you're counting on him to lead. And there's this whole thing about men control relationships, but it turns into this whole manipulative thing where you're just never quite good enough. You're never quite worthy after living with them, cleaning their house, washing their drawers, you know, for three months, six months, and you're just continually trying, and then you get pregnant for whatever reason, you know, and you have their child, and it's just never quite good enough, and they're just on to the next relationship and on to the next person, and and so, um, but when she explains it, I mean, I can think back to the to the inception of the relationships, the things that they said, the things that they did. It was even down to the point where um the last guy that I dated, he I when she showed that it that stuff, that shit hurt because he had taken you could tell that um I think that with with the um Obviously, with the pandemic, it forced a lot of people to just go inward. And a lot of us came online. I call myself a coronial because um, I wasn't online, right? I was just out here living my life. A lot of times I was coming home, you know, 10, 11, 12, midnight, one, you know, and then going back to work, I had to be up at five and six going to work. So I did wasn't online and I wasn't hearing a lot of these what I would call think tanks or schools of thought. And so um, with being at home so much, you come across the information and, um, and you, it's, 
I think that with Age of Aquarius, the people are becoming more aware, I think, because there's so many more conversations. And what I love is that all of the information that Princella has, I just got upgraded in a matter of time, just, you know, that quick, right? And the thing is, I am going to figure out the appropriate age for my niece to listen to it. I, I think I would get her on it as early as next summer. Because once once you understand how she explains it, I think for me, I'm even more confident in saying that I wouldn't get into another relationship. But if I were to, I could see you coming a hundred miles away, a hundred miles away, just like that, right? Once you understand how they move and they operate, I would have never even entertained the those any of the four relationships I got into, none, because the signs were there. I just didn't know, right? I just didn't know and tried to figure stuff out. And so if my niece can figure that out, as early as I would say when she's 16 is when I would start her to have listening to Priscilla. So she understands I'm not going to have give her the whole spiel of like, don't date, da, 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 da. I would prefer that she kind of, you know, waits until 25, but I get it. I was young too. Now saying I prefer for her to wait is, you know, until 25. And I've shared with you why I say 25, because that's when your prefrontal cortex is, has completely... I think, um, matured and you're able to make sound decisions and you've had life experiences. Um, and by that point, she's a very bright girl. I'm pretty sure she's going to finish college early and, um, have experienced what it is to have, you know, um, her own place and to have it, you know, a beautiful, welcoming place. And I think that, um, one of the things that how I would look at how I look at relationships moving forward, and if I had to do this whole life over again, I don't know, it's kind of ghetto. I don't want no more assignments back to this type of stuff, unless it's just getting my money up. But I feel like I will definitely complete that in this lifetime. And there's no need for me to come back if I'm 100% honest. But I think that what I would want for more women is to understand, give yourself time until you're 25. I would really be looking at men that want to date me before the age of 25, a really serious side eye. Um, go to school. You know, some people don't necessarily, but get, figure out how to get your money up and what it means for you to be so happy and so appeased that the minute that they start to mess and impede on that peace and that happiness, you're like, oh no. I know what it's like to have a, a clean home, a happy home, to cook for myself, to, you know, go where I want to, wear what I want to. And the minute you start trying to impede on that, you got to go, right? But a lot of the times I think that we feel like um, when we're young, we feel like we're just... Um, trying to figure stuff out and we're trying to second guess ourselves, and we're not sure if you know, we're at the height of our happiness. So we think that this person is going to take us to another level of happiness, right? And so you're not realizing that you're really in the prime of your life. Um, about the black guy, I thought it was funny. So he is the first guy to die. 
just like every typical money uh, movie. And what was so interesting is he had the secret, he had the formula, and uh, at some point he's trying to break out of the chamber, and he's trying, he's trying, and he hits a milestone, and it's like the white guy runs over and looks through the little hole, and he's like, "What happened?" He's like, "I made it! Woo, we're free!" And then he go, and then there's just a moment of silence. It's like, "Wait, what's wrong?" And he's like, "Oh, it's just another wall of concrete." And he just starts to break down and starts crying. Right, completely gives up. Right. And then the next day, he wakes the white guy up and he's like, I'm not going to make it another night. And he kills himself, takes himself out. The white guy keeps going back into his mind and he keeps thinking it over and over down to the minutia, down to the details. How do I do this? How do I overcome? Right. And how do I not just get myself out of this, but also get the, the woman out of this? Right. And it's like, even though he kept hitting these hurdles where he thought he would give up your I was pretty sure. Like I kept looking at the time. I'm like, oh, he's going to give up. So what's the rest of the movie? You know, type of a thing. And it's like he just never gave up. He felt defeated. And it's like, dang, every time he wouldn't he would get captured, he would get back into the chamber. Right. But I think that uh, one of the things that we've been talking about, too, that's a consistent theme, I would say, over the last week on my podcast is um, how do we deal with challenges? You know what it is, y'all? Just bear with me, because being a content creator, it can be very vulnerable or maybe the way that I'm doing it. I have a podcast that I have not uploaded and it's very good, but it's just, I, I really go there, but it, it's titled, if, if, if a slave and a master pray to God, who would God answer? And in the description, it's supposed to say, if a man and a woman pray to God, who would God answer? And it's going to be the master every time. And it's going to be the man every time. It's going to be the white man every time. But you can't be mad because it's a it's a man made construct. It's a religion is a white man made construct, right? It's white and then goes to man made. So, I I talk about it in the podcast, and I'm like, if I were a man, you better believe I'd be the most thumping, thumpingest, thumping, thumping, thumper of a Bible thumper, right? Because it it goes in my favor, but um. Um, where were we going with this? Um, oh, we were talking about, uh, the victim thing, right? And one of the things I talk about in there, it it can be a triggering conversation because I was talking a little bit about Kanye and the irony of him saying that, you know, he's a Christian and he does Sunday worship and that, you know, he made that statement about slavery being a choice. And he said that God revealed to him that you know God put his his um boots on his neck now uh, uh, alluding to the George Floyd thing um and what's happening with that and i kind of go into depth with with all of that and how we handle challenges and victimology and and that type of thing but at the same time 
if if Kanye thought he was going to pray to God, to the white God that he believes in, and, you know, God is going to answer the master's prayer. And it's almost like the, um, there's a joke that you learn early, I think, in, once you're crossing out of Christianity. And the story is there was a man in the woods and he was, um, a, he came across a bear. And so he started to run as fast as he could. And um, at one point he tripped and fell. And so the bear caught up to him. And so this man was, um, he, he said a prayer. He said, you know, God, please save me from this bear. You know, I want to live. And so um, the bear runs up to him and then gets down on its knees. And then the, the bear starts to pray. And so the um the guy's like, "Oh, I'm I'm so thankful I've come across a Christian bear." And then the bear says, "Um, dear God, thank you for my food. Amen." You know what I'm saying? So it's like I I I that's how dumb some <laughs> but in either event, what I'm saying is You get to a point where you realize that you're going to have challenges. You're going to feel like you're going to give up, right? But the difference is the rest of us understand there's infinite possibilities. And in that podcast, I talked about how I haven't uploaded it. I have it saved. I might upload it. Probably not. But one of the, the, the takeaways was even the secret, right? For those of you who still have not looked into what the secret is, one of the secrets for me um, is even just being grateful for things like the pandemic, being grateful for, you know, no one else hiring me because I had to figure out how do I get to a point where I'm not depending on racist systems, you know, where there's discrimination for gender and for race, you know, how do I figure out how to make it without depending on them. And so in a nutshell, because I'm at that 30 minute mark, started to learn about investing. When I go into, you know, Robin Hood and put in my, my order or I place my orders for, you know, crypto or whatever, and I'm learning how to get um, the new strategy where we're pulling out 5% a week. I'm still learning the strategy. I probably won't go full on until January because, I, like I said, I have a lot of stuff going on and I know how my mind works. So I'm just going to focus on knocking out my real estate course, submitting that, that stuff in, and then January um, getting into that. But my Robin Hood doesn't know if I'm black. You know what I'm saying? I go in, I, the more skilled I become, the more money I put in my pocket. I don't have... Somebody on the other end saying, oh, that's a woman. I'm not going to give her her 5%. I'm going to give her 1%. I'm going to give the white men 100%, black men 75%, white women 80%, and black women 1%. No, I get skilled. The more I learn, the more I, um, I can just go in, and that's what I've been doing. And so even though I'm starting over completely almost from zero, I promise you, I, I, um, it, it's, it's kind of weird because I do get a little excited how it can motivate people. If you are starting off from a higher plane than I am, then go with it. But as somebody who's starting completely from zero, 
going back to what I was making salaried, working from the comfort of my home. Like right now, I should have been at work, you know, <laughs> um, dealing dealing with, with stuff and people. And, but also, um, there's, there's women ahead of me that, I haven't that listen, they're doing 250, 300, um, 300, five, six, a million. Listen, the sky is the limit. But, um, yeah, I, I, I hope that you, you know, for those people, obviously, if you're here, you made it till the end. But my goal was in the first five minutes for you to just think about, you know, never give up. There's infinite possibilities. And, I think part of this, what's in the secret sauce is understanding other people. So even if you're trying to figure out how to get out of depending on other people for your money and or how to have a more lucrative business, right? There's so many resources out there. I'm planning to grow my, I would say, spiritual business next year um, and maybe more a little bit hands off. I've already mentioned it. I do want to get to Oracle readings at some point, but um, or, or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I know I have a lot of, of things I want to offer for, that are metaphysical that I've done research on, but, um, understand that, that whatever your mind can, uh, believe you can achieve. Absolutely. Right. And, Understanding that the I think the secret sauce that I keep trying to talk about is when you understand, okay, if you're gonna work, as much as there's discrimination, you know, you figure out, well, my boss does this type of behavior or my coworkers do this type of behavior. How do I um change things around me to either extract myself from that that situation or make myself so valuable that they have no no choice but to promote me and it, you know it, this as I'm wrapping up that's probably not the best conversation cuz then you ah, you start to get into these situations where especially when you're dealing with some people it's just never good enough but but start the the wheel churning right start because um, even I was talking to a young lady, she's uh, one of the models for JLo's um, like beauty company or whatever and stuff. And she's still working and she hates her job. And I said, you know what? I remember the last few years I was at my job. I hated it, but I knew that I had an escape plan. I was taking, I was studying for my real estate license exam and my financial insurance exam. And um, that was allowing me to put food on my table and keep a house over my head, roof over my head until it was time for me to escape. And it served its purpose. And it also, I had, you know, I was uh, contributing matching amounts to my retirement fund. So it absolutely served its purpose. And so sometimes, yeah, are you going to have to, you know, look into things where you can invest and become more skilled? You know, and I'm just using that. That's, that's my thing. But for other people, it, it could be business. It could be a service or a good that you make or provide. But in the meantime, yeah, is it three to five years, three to 10 years of kind of just navigating until you get your outcome? Yeah. Right. Because I think even with the infinity chamber for him, failure was not an option. 
failure was not an option. It, and 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 this this is a part. <laughs> let me let me just squeeze this in here. It got to the point where this guy in the movie, even though he was dealing with artificial intelligence and he was dealing with the machine and it was programmed and and the um artificial intelligence thing that was in his room, his name was Howard, and Howard would get him his coffee and his and his three meals and open up the room for him to go to the bathroom and and you know kind of just control his ecosystem. But um uh it got to the point where uh the guy was able to manipulate even Howard and even get to play with his emotions to where that manipulated him to where he was able to escape. And he actually got to the point where he, again, emotional intelligence, even of the artificial intelligence, where he said, Howard, because Howard, would, when he first started, he said, what is he? He went through this whole game of like, why am I here? It wasn't a game, but he was going through this process. You know, all of a sudden he wakes up in this chamber and there's this little AI thing that's talking to him. And he's like, why am I here? Why did I, you know, what's going on? And so Howard, the little computer guy, tells him, I am here to assist you, right? I'm here to help you survive. And at the end of the movie, you know, he says, you have to get me out of here. You have to help me sur- survive, right? But it, it took him going through that that thought process and, and understanding that that thing had been programmed to help him survive. And he had to call that into fruition and call, call it into its purpose kind of a thing. Is this is deep. That's crazy, right? But even so much to the point where once he would get out of the chamber, he would understand how, you know, why the soldiers are coming, why they're coming through this door, how they're going to be pointing at him. If he gets down, they're not going to see him. If he gets the girl in on it, they can tackle them and take the guns from them. If they do a certain thing, he can get to a certain area, right? And 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 change the programming, so on and so forth. And so it was even one of the last breaking points towards the very end of the movie, the last five to 10 minutes, he even uh, says, if I, okay, we talked about emotional intelligence is understanding how people move and operate. If I do this, it's going to elicit this type of response. If I do this or change this, it's going to change that outcome. It's going to get me my desired result. It's going to give natural consequences. The natural consequences of me doing this is this person or that person is going to do that. So, um... Oh. Um, I just got a trade signal. I'm trying to decide if I want to take it or not. But um very deep stuff. Let me get off of here. You all know I like to keep these short. Enjoy the rest of your day. It is Friday. Um looking forward to doing my beauty regimen type of stuff around the house and staying warm. Even my little one. Y'all, it's so funny. One day I'll probably talk about it. But he, um, even, even animals, they get smarter over time. They learn their, their owners. They learn, you know, how to do certain things or how to get certain things. And he, it's been a fun experience having my little, my little dog with me and type of thing. And I have had some really good laughs and just watching how his thought process evolves, right? Um, 
when I'm giving him his snack and I pretended and I've I've been I've had my dog for almost seven years now right but this is the first time uh within this last week I started to pretend I was eating his snack and the first time it was like he was just so excited to get his snack that he didn't notice what happened but I kept showing you know I went through the motions of eating his snack and then showing him my empty hands the second day he slowed down and he's starting to realize like this bitch is eating my snacks. So the third day he was trying to stop me in the process of eating the snack and like jumping down and jumping up on my leg and like trying to stop me. But it's like even animals understand, you know, if there's a pattern, what do I change in the pattern to make things different? How do I make her stop her from eating my snacks? She's doing the same exact thing, right? But and so if we're a step up from animals, like uh this is taking me back to the book The Wells of Abundance, right? The Wells of Abundance, the book by Evie Ingram, it talks about how we really should be just killing it in this game because we are above the plants, right? With the plants, if you get sun, if you get water, then you must grow. If you are planted in fertile fertile soil, then you must grow. If you're an animal, right, and you want to eat, then you must get your food, whether it's meat source or, or grain source. And, you know, you must build your nest and you must procreate. And if you procreate, you will have children and so on and so forth. And if you spread your wings and fly at a certain time and migrate, then you will survive, right? Animal behavior. And so, but with humans, we kind of feel like, well, I'm just stuck. I'm just going through another day. I have no locus of control of the things that I have around me. And one of the things I was talking about in the podcast that shall probably remain unuploaded, um, where I was talking about that whole dynamic about, you know, if... If a man and a woman prays to God, who will God answer? Um, I talk about you get to the point where you decide that you want to be the master. And so much so to the point where you decide who you're going to hire and fire. And that's a fun conversation. I'm probably going to um, reformulate. I just need to process it a little bit more before I, I um, share it with you guys. Because it's I, I can feel it in my headspace and... Um, I just need to kind of um, get in there and play with all of the different thought processes and analyze that thought process a little bit more from different angles, you know, from a 3D level to a 5D level. Why did it work before? Why would it work in the future? You know, so on and so forth. So I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. It is a little bit kind of nerdy, but I hope it stimulated your mind in some way, shape or form. I want to trust that absolutely I left you, I think, with a secret sauce. You know how everyone has their favorite, especially as we're going into Thanksgiving, right? Everybody had, everybody can make cornbread, but you always have that one auntie who can make the best cornbread. I know when it comes to even how my mom makes food. I remember I'd go to potlucks and I'm like, I'm only eating with my mom, what my mom makes <laughs> for other reasons, too, because I don't really be trusting how people make stuff. But um, my mom, she would she would make the same exact stuff. And it would be funny because over the years, especially if you go to church and you have potlucks, you'd have other women say like, oh, well, what's this? And they would try to make the same dish 
or you use the same ingredients and it just didn't taste the same. And my mom, she would just have, she has, of course, her signature laugh. And so, you know, I think that's going to be the secret sauce. You're going to hear a lot of people talking about different dimensions and infinite possibilities. But one of the keys two I think two of the keys is understanding that you are not stagnant, you're not fixed, that you have the ability to change it. And two, if you understand how people work, because people are just as formulated. And I think that one of the things I was saying before, too, is men, once you figure out the formula, like I feel like if you listen to Princella, you're going to move so different. And time is so precious and our hearts are so precious. And I don't want to end on an emotional note because I wish I had just known, you know, what she had said um, at a younger age. I I don't have a problem being single or, you know, for long periods of time if it means that I'm going to have a quality outcome, you know. And so when I think not, you know, you go through life and even up until I think even up until listening to Princella, it was kind of like, you know what? It it happened. It was, I don't want to say nice, but you know, they were there. But I think that when you start to see how just manipulative those um, encounters were, I could have saved myself some of the, the heart space damage that was done, right? Um, type of a thing. But... Um, and, and I'm saying that because people have formulas, men have formulas too, right? And so it's very much about if this, then that, if, if they tell you this, then you know that it's that (laughs) if they're coming at you like this, then you know, it's that. And so that means you're able to eliminate those processes much quicker and get through it. I think was it in the movie? Yeah. The same thing in the movie, um, source code. Source code, because when he first um started, he's trying to figure out why is he there? What is his assignment? And it was even so much to the point where he was talking to people in the first couple of um times he went back into that reality. And it's like, after a while, he's like, no, I don't even talk to you. I'm not even going to acknowledge you. Just get out of my way. You have nothing to do with my purpose. I'm trying to get to this guy. I'm trying to get to that. I'm trying to get to this bomb. I'm trying to get to this and so all of those other things don't matter. And so the wiser, the smarter we become, and the more we understand how people are in their roles and their functions, there's certain people you just wouldn't even talk to anymore because it'd be a waste of your time. You already know what you're dealing with, right? Um, very much kind of like the sheep in, in wolf's clothing, right? And how sheep get ate. Once you, the the first time that I think a, I would like to think that a sheep sees the the shepherd, you know, move the 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 sheep the the sheepskin off of a wolf. That blow the lid off their head. Like what the fuck? That was a that was a sheep. That was a wolf the whole time. And then the smart sheep, hopefully, because that's kind of a pun, because there's um sheep are kind of like the dumbest animals. Um, I have a podcast on that actually, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and there's a really good book on it. Um, it's, it's like maybe like a hundred pages. Uh, I don't, it's a small book. Um, and it talks about the pathology of sheep. And when you read it, you understand that 
yeah, they use it in the Bible for Christians, but um, people, period, are just like sheep. It's it's crazy. That one, I, I might come back and um, actually read the book with you guys and or because it's a it's a very small book. But the smarter sheep um, would probably figure out like, what the? F- oh, snap. You know what? We should have known that was a, um, a wolf because you could see like the cutout of his wool and you could see that he had like a longer nose and he was kind of walking funny. And if you had looked closely at his paws and so you start to recognize the signals, right? So the next time you have one of those kind of come through and it's like, yeah, he wasn't talking. He wasn't really saying stuff. And we were going like, bang, he'd be like, or something like, you know, so I'm saying all that to say like, when you're dealing with, with men, it's kind of like if they're coming at you, and and I would say go listen to Princella because once you understand that, it's just like, man, I had no business talking to any of these people. Um, and if if the right person, the quality person comes through, you know, it will be like, okay, you're not saying all this stupid stuff. You're not doing all this stupid behavior. You're not trying to, you know, be manipulative or take advantage. You're being genuine. Then, you know, but but um, you're going to have to learn human behavior. Uh, talked a little bit about even like in the workplace. There are certain be- behaviors that bosses reward um, and or you're going to have to figure out how to have other things going for yourself where you're not dependent on other people. For me, it's passive income, it's trading, it's investing. For you, it can be something else because I definitely don't want to make that a limiting belief for, you know, other people. So, all right, y'all. Enjoy your Friday. I don't know if I'll be back on here. It is going into the weekend. Have a little bit of downtime. Um, I kind of decided I don't want to start my real estate course until Monday. I want to have like one more good weekend um, because that's going to probably carry me over into Thanksgiving break. And um, so, yeah, um, I you might you get might get a little bit more of my time uh, going into into the weekend. And then Monday is where. I, I can see where I'm going to be just studying. And it's going to be cool, too, for those of you up until this point, too, because whatever I learn in those modules, I will probably share with you in terms of what to look for in your realtor. Um, or if you're wanting to go into real estate, some of the things that, that you will need to look out for. So, um, yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. All right. Until the next one, know that I love you. Know that I'm rooting for you. We got this. We have infinite possibilities, beautiful possibilities. Don't give up. Um, Understand yourself and then understand others and get your money up. Until the next one. Bye.